on listening to Zero Distortion. Welcome. Okay. We got it this time. Uh, I just tried to record that three times. Third time's a charm for once. <sighs> Welcome to Zero Distortion. Here we are. Very last episode of 2021. Well, last real episode. Actually, no, that's not true. It is the last episode of 2021. We're done. Which isn't saying much because uh, there's only been like, what, 12? I don't know. I didn't even go for half a year. But anyways, Spotify, uh, Spotify wrapped tells me that I did some good stuff, so I guess I did some good stuff. It is uh, Christmas Day, so, you know, Merry Merry Christmas, Happy uh, Happy Christmas, uh, Happy whatever it is that you, uh, that you do out there. Um, I'm Jewish, we did Hanukkah about a month ago, which is weird. Hanukkah's usually at least in December. Um, so yeah, we we did Hanukkah. We also did Christmas with my well, kind of did Christmas with my mom and my aunt, because I mean the kids they still enjoy doing Christmas, and we don't want to just be like, well, we're Jewish, so uh, say bye bye to Santa, kids. It's just not right, but um. Yeah, it's it's kind of been a it's kind of been a tough year for Christmas. Um lots of personal things happen with well both of us, but I mean as far as with me um I mean <laughs> uh one of my best friends, he passed away a few days before Christmas about seven years ago. Yeah, seven years ago. And uh, you know, it's it's tough. It kind of uh it kind of really <laughs> kind of ruins the season. It's funny cuz I remember that year um one of my relatives said they didn't want to come over cuz you know, it was kind of a not it was kind of a bad time to come over. Uh because of the circumstances of what happened and um you know she thought it she thought that we we wouldn't really feel particularly jolly or want to feel jolly at the time and uh, that's pretty true but also uh 7 years later I'm pretty I'm like unjolly I'm anti-jolly <laughs> it's uh it's a strange transformation I've gone through and uh you know, I guess it could be worse. These things don't get, don't particularly get easier, I feel. I mean, grief is different for different people. I mean, both of us are going through grief right now. Different kinds of grief, different places. And, uh, you know, it just takes time. Um, yeah, so... Merry Christmas. <laughs> Once again, Merry Christmas. Uh, 
and a happy new year. I mean, we'll get to the new year because the next episode is not even going to be next week. It's going to tentatively, it is going to be out Saturday. My plan is to record my year end stuff sometime this week and get it uploaded or get it scheduled and uploaded and ready to go for the first that way on September for or September 1st. Fantastic. Good going. January 1st. You can uh you can ring in the new year with me or not. But hopefully you do. I would hope that you will. Um my only plan for it is to just kind of go over some of the stuff that I feel is the tippity top notch for this past year. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Um, most of the stuff that I've already gotten laid out is, uh, it's, it's stuff that I covered on the show. That's it's a given. I feel like that's a given. I feel like you probably already knew that if I was willing to, um, no, not that if I'm willing to cover something, it's possible that no, uh, if I covered something and gave it a pretty glowing review, then it would probably end up being one of my favorite, uh, things of the year. And you're right to think that way. That's that's correct that's that's how i feel about the stuff that i've picked out um there is one kind of thing that i'm definitely gonna have to like okay i have to mention it now i'm gonna talk about it next week and then we're gonna talk about it in the future so you're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to bear with me on this um The other day I was, uh, the other day I was at work and I, I had, I've, I've been drawn to, I've, I've kept hearing about all of a sudden knocked loose, dropped this, uh, this just out of nowhere surprise EP. And I'd been seeing like videos of it. And I saw that there was a whole short film that goes with it. There's a story. And I was just like, huh? Yeah, interesting. But then I go over to some other stuff and just be completely away from that thought. Um, And then somehow I kept just being drawn to it. So I went and I gave it a listen. It's really short. It's it's really compact. And uh, I'll tell you what, at a time when I'm extraordinarily depressed um it's it's both exactly what i didn't need and exactly what the doctor ordered at the same time uh it's it's very real it's very visceral it makes me feel things it makes me feel things i'm not totally comfortable with and it makes me feel things i'm not totally happy to feel to be honest with you um 
but that's okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> this EP is insane. <laughs> I was originally thinking that, like, I would at least mention, oh, well, I wish I could have, like, a best EP of the year thing, but I haven't listened to a bunch of EPs. I've only listened to the one, and of course, everybody knows, and I return to nothingness slaps super hard, but nah, man. I mean, I still don't feel like I can because I've only listened to like, what, three EPs this year. There was another one uh, called Palisade, I think, by I can't remember what the band is. I'll look it up. Um, I I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Human Entropy. It's kind of like a deathcore band. Um, Really fun stuff. But back to uh, the Knocked Loose EP, that is uh, not fun. It's not happy time. It's uh, it's dark. It's depressing. The, the short film that goes with it is terrifying. It is a very real feeling. It is a very heavy feeling. The album is heavy, too. Woo. Yes, I'm definitely going to be covering it, but I'm not only going to be reviewing it. I'm going to be doing an analysis of it because it has a story. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And I mean, it's a deep, it's a deep subject. So it's something that I definitely feel warrants an analysis as opposed to just a review that doesn't do it justice. Also, this is really good. It's one of those things that the only thing I'm going to say is, Think of how Acacia Strain, they have like these crazy wild fits of rage and just nihilistic, just screw everything. Um, But, and that's most of their sound, but then they have these moments of just like calculatedness, like how they tell stories tell a story on um the was it the observer on uh that like 28 minute long song that they have and then two years ago it's like what where's the acacia strain what are they doing and they just dropped uh it comes in waves out of nowhere and it's just this 30 minute long every song bleeds into the next kind of not exactly pummeling like you're used to from them, but just a really heavy, thoughtful experience. Um, I really appreciate when bands can kind of shift gears like that so they can do wild, crazy stuff that, you know, beat your brain in, but they can also make you kind of think about stuff. Maybe one day I'll cover it comes in waves. It doesn't hit me as hard as this. EP does. By the way, it's called A Tear in the Fabric of Life. Um, go listen to it immediately. It's great. It is great. Um, musically, I enjoy Knocked Up. Knocked Loose. Knocked Up. Great. Um, I enjoy Knocked Loose. I'm going to be looking at them in the future now. <laughs> this, this, is, this is my gateway into this band. Um, so, Great. And uh, I got to look at release dates next year because I know 
the will the will to run album comes out i think on the 7th which means i can cover it on the 10th or whoa wait a minute that doesn't work that does not work yeah no if it comes out on the 7th that means i would spend all weekend listening to it and then make a review for it during that weekend Ugh, no We'll have to push that back because I put that on my calendar for the 10th. So I don't know. I got to look at my calendar because I'm not totally sure what I'm going to do here. Uh, We'll figure it out. And uh, really, yeah, that's it. Just an epiphany of, you know, discovering that gorillas dropped an EP as well. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the gorillas because I don't make my musical journey into like a little bit darker and stranger stuff unless I first hear Tomorrow Comes Today by the gorillas and subsequently 192000 and Clint Eastwood. And then I went and bought the first album and I mean, I'm hooked. I mean, my husband was already into them. And now because of that, all of our children love the gorillas. Fantastic. Yeah, the new EP, I think we've heard it a couple of times. It's really good. It's got kind of that, uh, I don't know. It's got kind of a weird, kind of filthy, dark feeling similar to that first self-titled album. It's... It's a nice little chunk of gorillas, man. I'm 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 happy with it. I didn't know anything was coming. I don't pay attention to the gorillas when stuff comes out from them. It's just uh well, it's just a happy uh it's just a happy little thing. <laughs> and I'm I'm fine with it. I really need to like listen to uh some of this newer stuff that they've got like the uh the song machine stuff i have not been paying attention to this band i haven't yes i consider the gorillas a band please fight me i dare you because i won't fight back i won't even acknowledge the fight as a fight i just won't so uh so what are we uh what are we doing here today what are we doing here uh, I, I, I happen to remember that I said I was probably going to do the new wheel album. Uh, nah, 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 nothing against wheel. I, uh, I like resident human. It's a, it's a good album. It is a good album. It's a chunk of that. You know, this band sounds like tool type metal. Um, it's good. It's not like totally biting off tool. It sounds like a band trying to find their own way. I mean, trying to make their own way. I think they found what they want to do. Um, nah, nah, nah. We going to Russia. <laughs> Colostum. Slaughter to prevail. Uh, them boys. <laughs> them boys. Okay, so I completely glossed over this thing when I first listened to it when when I first uh, when it first came out I didn't really I didn't really give it the time of day 
I damn sure didn't actually like <laughs> respect it the way I should have. Um, so <sighs> here we are. I've listened to it two or three more times since then. I listened to it a couple of times and I was like, yeah, this is good. This is good. But it came out the same day as and I returned to nothingness. So I listened to that a good few times and I just couldn't put it down because it's just so, so good on so many different levels. So is Colostum. Colostum is... It is a huge statement from these guys. And it's my first Slaughter to Prevail album. I haven't listened to... Uh, was it Misery Sermon? Like, their their album titles are just like... Their, their first one is literally called, like, Hell. Or, like, the songs are just like, Hate, Hell pain and it's just like god god these guys are so angry but then when i actually listened to them i was like ooh, they're kind of like they're one of those death metal bands that has like a real new metal edge to them like these guys obviously kind of came up listening to slipknot how old is alex terrible i am wondering now because i feel like his age is comparable to mine I feel like he's probably, I feel like he's probably like 31, 32, maybe. I wouldn't know. I'm probably not going to just be able to find a Wikipedia page on dude. Cause I mean, he's, yeah, 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 I'm, 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 I don't know. Anyways. I just, uh, I, I just feel like, I mean, uh, I never, I never thought I'd see the day when I was a kid, but we're here. There are bands coming up and making it big, huge in some cases that are inspired by the bands that I listened to as a kid, the bands that... I mean, bands to me that like broke ground, but I just never thought that they would be, I mean, these are the mall kids. These are the, the, the mean goth kids, the trip pants kids, the gene co-gene kids. It's us. <laughs> this is us. Slaughter to prevail is this us, <laughs> except with more, uh, bears and, uh, bears and gold chains and oh russia is just it is a country man it is something else is it really like that over there i'm I'm going off the baba yaga video but like seriously are you guys okay over there <laughs> do literally like fights a real live bear now granted i did see the behind the scenes and like the bear was like a big old baby. It was like a big old dog. Is is super is super cute. Um, but I mean, it doesn't help because Alex Terrible, even when he's not like in his persona, if you will, he's still just like a terrifying guy. He just looks like he's eight and a half feet tall and 
has a chest the size of a a a whiskey barrel. I was going to say a vodka barrel, but I don't I don't know if they do anything with vodka in barrels. And also, uh hi, my one person listening in Russia. I don't want you to leave, so please don't turn me off. I'm just uh I I I just I just I'm just curious about Russia cuz see, I hear the stereotypes and then I see this music video and it's literally that. I just I have questions. That's all it is. Um So yeah, um, I mean, I've, I've known of these guys for quite some time now. Uh, they, they didn't really capture my imagination until I heard a demolisher earlier this year and it just, it blew my ever-loving mind it still blows my mind to this day um and then of course baba yaga happened and i mean they've had a bunch of other singles and then the album drops and it's like that's just it is it is hardcore stuff this is but at the same time it's like i don't know some of this could possibly some of it could I don't know. I feel like things have changed. I feel like there was a time when a band like this could get mainstream airwaves, could get on the mainstream airwaves, but now, I don't know. I feel like mainstream-wise, they're like, nah, this just doesn't work. Like, back in the day, I feel like they were ready to take more chances. But then again, also, they don't have to take chances on slaughter to prevail because they're signed to they're signed to sumerian although apparently they're probably going to sue them for i I don't know like the article i read it seemed really ambiguous as to why that he basically was like well you know it's not really on them it's more on us because we were young and we were ready to ready to go we we were just like yeah yeah sure sure and signed whatever without reading it now we've got lawyers that are kind of like ah this isn't quite good so i i i can't tell what all i can think is they signed and there was something that they didn't read and now they're probably i i don't know but then again, it's like, can you just negotiate the contract without suing? But then again, again, I I just don't have time for all the dramas and stuff. It's just, ugh, golly, man. It's just so much stuff. Um, I can't get an actual translation of colostum here. When I search colostum... All I'm seeing is slaughter to prevail, slaughter to prevail. That's it. Like, that's all I'm seeing. And that's, that's fine, I guess. Um, I kind of forgot to translate some of this stuff because, uh, Okay, I don't even know if I'm going to try and uh, do any of this because 
it's just it doesn't seem like it's uh <laughs> doesn't seem like it wants to translate one of the song titles I just want to sir sir okay download some languages see if I can make this work I don't need to download Bulgarian then again I don't know what language they speak anyways while we're doing that um, who is slaughter to prevail they are a Russian deathcore band from uh, just please don't shoot me uh, I, I, I'm trying I'm going to try at least once uh, Yekaterin, Yekaterinburg, Russia, formed in 2014, headed by the uh, fearsome Alexander Shikolai, also known as Alex, Alex Terrible. I mean, you all know him. You've seen him on YouTube doing just like the super ugly, nasty gutturals. And I mean, he's the guy. Lead vocals. Formerly from We Are Obscurity. Never heard of them, but probably worth checking out, at least for him. Uh, Mikhail Petrov, also known as Mike, on bass, played in My Autumn. Um, Ev- oh, here we freaking go. Evgeny, I don't know how to pronounce that. E-V-G-E-N-Y. Uh, Evgeny... Novikov on drums played in Catalepsy. I've heard of Catalepsy. Uh, I feel like I've listened to them before. Jack Simmons. <laughs> I think that's like a uh I think that's a guy from the UK. Um lead guitar played in Acrania, Hollow Prophet. I mean if if you know uh you probably know Acrania. That's the send them to the slaughterhouse band. You know, with that crazy breakdown. Fun stuff. Uh, this guy actually played with them from the start, 2014 to 2017. And now it seems like he's back since last year. Interesting. Everybody else either. Well, Mike started in 2016 and uh, Ivini, Ivini started in 2018 i'm not trying to use an accent i'm just trying to read it oh geez and then we've got <laughs> dimitri mamadov on rhythm guitar played in we are obscurity he was in in 2015 but also he left and came back this year so seems like they've had a lot of a lot of people in and out of the band which is never, I mean, I wouldn't say it's never a bad thing. I'd just say it's an interesting thing. It's definitely a thing to point out. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Come on, Google. Google, like, work with me here. Okay, okay. That, that turned out a translation. So, what, are these not words? What happens if... What happens if I Google this word, these words, this phrase? I mean, I don't, I don't know. 
let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, and of course, I see the video. Slaughter to prevail. Slaughter to prevail. Slaughter to prevail. Slaughter to prevail. More slaughter to prevail. I don't understand. Are these not actual words in a different tongue? Or I don't know what's going on. I don't know. There is one Russian moment in this album that I figured out. And I'm proud. And I will hold on to that. And there is one translation that I do have. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess, I guess we can, I guess we can start, start taking bites out of this, uh, chunky, this, 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 ugh. I don't even know where I was going with that. Let's, let's do this now, obviously, as I said originally, um, it honestly didn't have a huge impact on me to begin with this album. Uh, after quite a few listens, it's definitely it was underrated by myself. Seems like everybody else kind of caught on. But a friend of mine kind of mentioned that part of it was probably the fact that they released four singles before the album even dropped. <laughs> like one of them all the mm, I think Agony. No, Agony was last year, I think. And then we got Demolisher, Baba Yaga, and Zavali Abalo this year. We got all of those. But not back to back to back. But we got them in relatively quick succession. Like a month and a half. Two months between them. And it was eventually when Zavali Abalo came out. It was like, oh my god. Please stop. Please stop. Just, just let the album happen. Golly, man. It's just too much. Like, less singles, guys. Less singles. Please let me let me have something to look forward to on the album and then once the album's out don't put all of it on the radio like in my head i want these songs for myself like these are songs that not everybody's gonna listen to because some people are gonna pick it up and just listen to it for the singles right i'm gonna be listening to it for other stuff like bone breaker for instance the first track Oh, so catch your breath because this, this thing, this thing straight out the gate comes at you with the heaviness. It's, it's nuts. Like this album is relentless. Like these guys studied from the book of Slipknot and it's like, they said, well, yeah, let's do that. But I mean, obviously we're not going to have any of those little, little, like little singing parts and stuff. We're not going to have any of the parts where they slow down. We're not going to do that. We're, you know, straight gas all the time. <laughs> Foot on the floor. Oh, it's strap in, buckle up. It's it's interesting. So here's the moment. Um, you get, it's I heard he's saying something and it sounds almost like he's counting. And at the very end, I realized the last thing he said, he said it three times. He said it twice in a normal voice. And then the third time he growled it. And I was like, that sounds like counting. So then I looked it up on Google and it turns out, yes, he was counting. He counts one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's great stuff. Great stuff. So we're setting the tone. We're setting the tone. It's it's evil stuff. And 
immediately this strikes me as one very new metal leaning in tone like you know that new metal sounding guitar that i don't know how to explain the new metal guitar sound but it's the sound that it's basically the sound that corn has had forever like i don't think they've ever deviated from that tone this this is what i hear i hear this and i think automatically somebody's either going for new metal or has accidentally hit that tone you weren't trying to or you hit that tone and you thought it sounded cool which in my eyes you're right i love that tone it sounds awesome to me um but it's not like a crunch it's not a crunch it's more of like a I don't know like a it's like a buzz almost not fuzz that's different but it's like a buzz I don't know it's very interesting trying to think about that so yeah it's new metal leaning in tone and two it's a new metal style of opener you know on a lot of new metal albums they want that first song to hit hard and leave an impact um I mean, come on, Blind, Corn had a bunch of them, Blind, It's On, um, Here to Stay, Right Now, I mean, they've done so many of those types of songs, and I mean, Slipknot, every single album, well, except for the last one, the last one, We Are Not Your Kind, they had the lead single as the first track, which I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh-uh, no, y'all don't do that. Track number four is the lead single. Like, y'all have a pattern. Track number four is the lead single. That's that's what you do. Go back and look at it. Wait and Bleed, track four. My Plague, track four. Duality, track four. Psychosocial, track four. The Devil and I, track four. I mean, don't don't even don't even come at me. <laughs> it's just that's just the way it is. Um and Metallica, they had a pattern too. They had a pattern too that they kind of did. Um, where between Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and and Justice for All, the first track starts off with either it with some kind of build. Either it's acoustic or it's just the music builds up. Because, you know, Blackened, it's not clean and it's not acoustic. It's it's just lead. and it's it, But it builds and builds and builds to the actual song. And it's like one of the fastest songs on the album. Usually that first track. Five Fire with Fire, Battery, and uh, da, 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 I just said it. Blackened. Probably one of my favorite top, top ten for sure. Maybe top five Metallica songs. Um... Track four is like the ballad. I did that with air quotes because I don't know if I consider them ballads. Um, Fade to Black, Welcome Home, Sanitarium, and One. And then later on in the album, last track or close to the last track, you get an instrumental called Cthulhu, um, Orion, and To Live Is To Die. Simple. Simple. That's that's 
I picked up on that. But there's not much else to that, I don't think. But I love patterns when bands do that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I know a lot of metal bands, they try to have their opener be pretty high octane, but I don't know. New metal, they like to, they like to kick your teeth in on that very first track a lot of the time. Um, and this seems to kind of be the evolution of the genre of new metal is it being blended into the other quote unquote fad genres you know, metalcore, you've got new metalcore. And now, I mean, you've got deathcore bands that, again, these guys came up on bands like Slipknot and Cold Chamber and Mudvayne, even though I don't consider Mudvayne to be new metal, they're new metal adjacent, um, at the least. Um, you've got bands that are my age, or around my age that came up listening to these guys and now the and those guys are making their own music and they're taking their influence like what influenced them as kids if i was making music i would be doing some version of new metal i mean i just know i would because new metal had the biggest impact on me as a whole i mean as a whole movement all the bands that are in it and associated with it came from it. I mean, it, it stuck with me forever. Metalcore was kind of a fleeting phase for me. Deathcore, not so much fleeting, but it doesn't have as much of an impact as uh, new Metal does. If we keep getting bands like Slaughter to Prevail, Acacia Strain, Whitechapel, I mean, yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. Now, there's lots of these uh, new metal style lead accents that make it creepier. It's kind of, uh, you know, how I think I've spoke about it before. When Head left Corn, he took that part of the sound with him. Just those creepy accents that he threw in there that just made the song sound disturbing. Um... I don't think anybody's ever used, ever done the same as him in a song. I mean, um, Tetrarch, they get kind of close. And I think like maybe uh, Motionless and White does some stuff that's kind of close. But nobody has really, in my eyes, gotten close to where Head goes with that sound. Um, but... It's used a lot in like deathcore, hardcore, like more uh, new, new metal, if you will. New, new. Um, but yeah, it's very fun. It's a very fun technique. It, it automatically makes your sound, makes your song sound scary. It just makes it scary. Um, there are some cleans in here as well. Kind of. Just mostly in a shout, kind of that tortured style, you know. And the guitar work really reminds me of Slipknot in more ma more ways than one. And there's a nice chunky breakdown for the end, and it's not the last on this album for sure. We're off to a great start. Into Demolisher. Whew, everyone knows this one. Uh, 
this is the one that blew these guys like up. This was there to the hellfire. This was to the hellfire before to the hellfire. Cause I mean, this happened earlier on in the year and just the breakdown from this song was going around everywhere and everyone was talking about it. Everybody had heard it and seen it and was just crazy about it. And I mean, breakdown of the year. I'm sorry, that still goes to to the hellfire because it's just so impactful. I will say the one from uh, of the abyss from to the hellfire. That one is also great. Um, I don't know. We might talk. I don't have enough breakdowns. That will be another like. Uh, I kind of have an idea of what I want to put in here <laughs> like one of those categories where it's like I didn't really listen to enough breakdowns this year I, I listened to like a compilation of you know one of those try not to headbang challenges well I listened to like three or four of them and yeah I found quite a bit of new stuff but nothing that really stuck with me that i hadn't already heard like you know baba yaga was in there agony was in there zavalia balo was in there demolisher was in there um to the hellfire was in there and then i mean some of those knocked loose songs were in there uh the like divides the ha uh divides the holler like that was in there uh what was it i mean really anything off of uh tearing the fabric of life is definitely like total breakdown fodder pretty much any of it i mean where light divides the holler uh contorted in the failure failure i don't even i'm gonna we're going to do a, a soft, light woven fabric having a ribbed texture and originally made of silk. Can I hear it pronounced? File. File. Okay, cool. So, contorted in the file. That's interesting. And, uh, of course, permanent. Like permanent is un ungodly. Like the breakdown, like it is basically halfway into the song, all the way to the end, which isn't much. It's like two minutes, but it is super impactful, super heavy. We'll get to it, but yeah, breakdowns. Breakdowns probably not like my forte, but I've got some breakdowns that I'll mention. I mean. It's going to be the obvious ones, though, right? So, you know. Oh, but wait. Agony wasn't this year. Never mind. Anyways. <sighs> Demolisher. Man. It's one of the faster tracks on the album. <laughs> it's beyond relentless. Like, as soon as it gets going, it's just... Blast beats. Just constant hammering on that on that drum. It's almost immediate, too. It grabs a hold of you, and it never really lets you go. Um, the chorus is all right, but it's 
really the rest of the song that shines the most. Like, the very beginning part is just so balls to the wall. It's almost, it's almost unfathomable. Then the bridge makes for a really awesome build-up to just, like, the drop. Where it's like, if you know music that has breakdowns, once that happens, that's the point where you put your head back in your chair and just go, oh, no. Especially if you know how dumb these guys can get. And then you get one of the nastiest, most vile, disgusting breakdowns of literal all time. <laughs> it, it, it literally sounds like evil, but it's it's just Russian. I don't know what he is saying oh my god it's just i gotta know i gotta know where's genius i need lyrics because it's oh yeah there we go it's like uh lowercase y but capital and then like a tiny little k um a one of those things that's like an X, but it's got a vertical line in the middle. That weird thing that looks like an A, but it's like squatting. I don't know what the what 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 does this say? Can I translate you? <laughs> I I'm just saying now. I would uh. I would literally die of laughter if this was like a cookie recipe or something like uh, the eye of on Satan. Okay, so plugging it into Google Translate, everyone will be robbed of everything he loves so much. There are no broken destinies. Fire is burning in my eyes since birth. Death comes. It wakes you up. Okay. Pretty straightforward to the point, simple stuff. Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, but you just got to hear it. He sounds like hell. He sounds like a monster. He doesn't sound human. He has some of the deepest, most guttural, disgusting growls I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't understand how he does it. That's why I say when you watch him, it looks his his stance. It looks like it looks like his lungs are at least two and a half times the size of normal human beings lungs. Like he's not human. It's, it sounds like he's inciting demons. It sounds like he's summoning something. Like the ground's about to crack open and a, a beast is going to come from hell itself. Like it is wicked stuff. And then after that, it breaks into this straight groove. And I'll point out here, the drummer throws in so many little like simple accents. Like he'll be playing something and just like ting, 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 just smacking on stuff. And it's it's amazing. I, I love it. There's always something to hear from him.
like I, yeah, a lot of it is like blast beats and stuff, but there's always like little extra stuff that he throws in that, you know, he doesn't have to do, but he does. And now we get to, uh, Baba Yaga. Fantastic. Um, good to see we're slowing it down a little bit to, uh, you know, psych i'm kidding i kid i kid we're not we are not so uh you might be asking what exactly is a baba yaga um in slavic folklore baba yaga is a supernatural being or a trio of sisters of the same name who appears as a deformed or ferocious looking old woman in slavic culture baba yaga lived in a hut usually described as standing on chicken legs. Now, I'm only mildly familiar with Baba Yaga because of uh, Soul Eater. It actually had... Oh, it's been so long since I've read, watched Soul Eater. But, in fact, that's where the anime and the manga split up. Because I know the, the anime goes in a completely different direction from Baba Yaga. From when uh, I think they infiltrate Baba Yaga's castle, and in the manga, it, it's it's completely different. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I remember if I remember correctly, the house walked on chicken legs. The castle did something. It's been so long, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what Baba Yaga is. I always thought of Baba Yaga as kind of a witch. I think that's kind of the idea anyways. So again, you got to know this one. I guess you could call this the radio single. (laughs) This is about as close as they got to a radio single. If there was going to be a slaughter to prevail song being played on 100.3, the edge here in little rock, Arkansas. Yeah, it would be, it would be this one. It would be Baba Yaga. But like, I mean, can you really do that with a, song where the guy starts off sounding like a literal animal talking about blood we drunk flesh we ate excuse me but i i I don't know i don't know now again this one starts off like really really fast and relentless but then it kind of leans into the new metal uh particularly in the riffing with just you know you gotta know that tone gotta know that tone it it's literally like the corn tone it's what it's what corn's guitar tone has always sounded like um and then um they break into just a straight groove man it is just it is nuts how groovy this song gets and i mean that's the point in the music video where he's marching through bf siberia with a tank behind him, just like stacking like he's T.I. And, you know, there's like a bear and he's got an AK. He's shooting a rocket launcher. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> now, granted, I know that's not really what Russia is like. And I know that these guys, they're, they're, they're silly. They, they, they like to do this. They, they, they're goofballs. So, of course, they were like, how can we be as stereotypical Russian as possible? Well, let's get some big guns, a tank, a bear, and just, you know, have some fun. Drink some vodka, you know, pretend to eat 
you know, severed heads and humans, you know, cannibalism. It's great. It's great. Be fun. Ugh, the bravado in this song is through the roof. And then you get a hell of a chorus with some some real clean vocals, like pretty much the only real clean vocals in the album. There's like one other time, maybe. Super cool, super cool chorus. Love it. Um, again, really new metal. <laughs> this song feels like really old school. It, it, like it could have come straight out of the mid two thousands and made a huge splash. Like I could see this band popping up ten years earlier than they did, and like people would people would probably loud them as like an evolution in the new metal genre and like this is the band that saves new metal and takes it forward into its next phase i feel like <laughs> i mean there's other bands that you could probably put there like if uh yeah I, I i guess bring me the horizon people would be like i don't i don't know i don't know about bring me the horizon is new metal and close to the end you get another disgusting breakdown just uh, it's textbook stuff you get a drop like a straight drop out and then you get that moment of just oh no just knowing that it's coming and then again you get just alex deep nasty guttural growls in russian just just yelling stuff at you and it's like i don't know but it's evil i mean it just sounds better it's almost like a macabre anthem and then the out the outro get this like a nice sweet riff and then a freaking solo like this is this is it this i mean i mean that this would be the radio single <laughs> if anything was god this is just such a likable lovable song it's just so good so fun like you got to be you got to be having fun listening to this album at this point like by this point you you have to be into this i just if 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 you like deathcore if you like this sound you like heavy stuff i mean even if you're an elitist like you gotta be like this is pretty cool like this is fun this is really this is really good now on to made in russia you got more russian to begin here with a very with a very very nice build up to start and then this one just straight up just stomps like i don't even know how to describe it other than uh stomp it just stomps it's like a it's like something that you would should march to these guys really know how to milk their sound and accentuate the most fun parts of it but still remain just positively savage that's that's what i get from most everything on this album and there is a small breakdown at the end after after we get shot in the head like literally there is a like just a pop to the head nuts like these I, these guys got these guys got a great package going on. Like they got a great sound. I mean, they got the masks, which uh, more so the sound does it for me. 
I mean, with Slipknot, it was like, yeah, partially the masks are it, but like, really, it's the fact that they sound completely insane. <laughs> and then we slow down even more after, you know, that little breakdown. And Terrible, Terrible's got something of a flow, man. I'd love to hear him rap. I'd love to have Slaughter to prevail with some, throw some bars on their album. I mean, he kind of does in Baba Yaga. I'd, I'd like to hear more. I'd like to hear more. <laughs> it's fun, man. This this album is a hoot. I, I can't believe I listened to it like a couple times and I was like, all right, man, let me move on. Let me move on. I got to get to this uh, this other album. And I I was just. I'm just spellbound by spellbound by it now. It's just so fun. Oh. And now for the song that I was unable to translate cuz apparently it doesn't mean anything. I doubt that. Zavali Ibalo, I don't know what that means. Um this is another of the too many in my opinion singles. Um Especially this year, like Demolisher, it was like, at that point, it was like, okay, maybe that's not even on an album. Then Baba Yaga happened, and it was like, okay, so this is an album. So we're probably getting Demolisher on it, too. But are we getting Agony on it? Or was Agony just its own thing? And then we get Zavali Abalo, and it's like, okay, that's that's where it's enough. So this one kind of rubbed me the wrong way to begin with. But it's grown on me a lot since. Now, this is another fast one. But, again, it gets really groovy. Like, they they know how to throw... They know how to throw a really good groove into a song. Like, when I say they know how to accentuate the fun parts, that, to me, means that they know how to... They know how to get you moving. Like, they know how to get people bobbing their heads, dancing, or pumping their fists, or whatever. Like, it's almost like, I don't care what the reaction is, but I want you to move. I can't remember what song it is. He even says move after the, um... Oh, I think it's Made in Russia. He even says move after the, uh, breakdown. Yeah, I think it's, like, right after the gunshot to the head. I mean, I don't think it's expressly said that it's a gunshot to the head, but I'm guessing that it's a gunshot to the head, because where else would they shoot you? Where else would they shoot you? They would shoot you in the head. Um, This one honestly feels a bit shorter than the other ones before. Now, that doesn't totally detract from the song. Uh, I don't know, it's just weird. I had I had to remark on it. It just... It does a little bit less for me than the others, but I mean, I already spoke about that. That's probably, I mean, that's just kind of a bias. It really does do less for me, but also I did have a decent bias against it since, you know, it was the fourth single to come out third in this year. Who knows? One day, hopefully I will get over this whole single thing, but that that day ain't today. Ooh, I'll tell you what, my sinuses are getting real jacked up. Like, my allergies are killing me right now. I'm sniffing and snorting and snotting all over the place, man. Whew. 
And then at the end, we get a fierce breakdown. Very fierce. A great breakup. And I mean, it's just like the air gets kicked right out of you. Right out of your chest. More crazy drumming. I mean, the drummer is a monster. Like, all of these guys are monsters. Particularly their drummer. What's his name? Dimitri? No, that's rhythm guitar. Evigny, uh, please don't kill me. I can't, I can't read your name. I am just a, a, a American swine. Seriously. But yeah, it's a good song. Not, not my favorite, but I mean, how many times do I say that about songs? All the time. Agony is next. The first single from the album, I guess. It starts as more of a straightforward deathcore song, but then it kind of brings in some new metal elements sooner than later. You get that kind of interesting, uh, I don't know how else to describe it, that tortured kind of feel to the song. The angst. I mean, and at times, the chugs sound like kind of a, a slower Infant Annihilator. <laughs> Which is a weird thing. It's a weird claim. <laughs> a slower Infant Annihilator. Because, I mean, it, it, it's only slightly slower. It's not much slower, because these guys are pretty fast. They're not Infant Annihilator fast. I mean, Infant Annihilator is just insane. It's three insane guys from across the world making insane music because they said what happens if we make death metal and actually turn it up to 11 and make it ridiculous for pretty much no reason i mean aside from the fact that it's funny um and then on this one there's a wicked solo at the end first of its kind well not really why did i write first there's a solo in uh baba yaga stupid me and then there's another just a balls crazy breakdown it doesn't stop it does not stop i don't think there's one song on here without a breakdown there might be one somewhere i can't remember it even ends with some sweet picking sounds like sweet picking very nice this is a good this is a good one kind of flew over my head the first time i listened to the album because i had never listened to agony before uh, I just kind of let that one go. So then we've got your only. These guys don't know how to s slow down. They just don't. Um, <laughs> uh, this is another stomping March song. <laughs> but it does have a melodic chorus. Terrible doesn't have a bad voice at all. I wouldn't mind if he sang more. I wouldn't mind. I don't know if it's the time, though. That would be like if... Freaking... Uh, what you call it? That would be like if... Uh, Whitechapel decided that they were just going to sing a lot more on uh, their self-titled. Which would be really, really, really weird. And I hope it never had... I, I would have been like, what is going on? But they did kind of a gradual progression into it. And now it's like second nature it's a thing that happens in Whitechapel. it's good um whereas now you know these guys uh slaughter they're kind of just feeding it in a little bit 
Now, yeah, I would I wouldn't say I want them to sing more as their style only calls for it scarcely, and it's but it's used to great effect. It really is. Now, there's not really a breakdown in this one. It's got a great feel to it, like a real uh toe dipping moment into kind of like a like a little bit of a mainstream moment. I, I do like this song. It's it's nice. It's nice. It makes you wonder what Slaughter to Prevail would sound like if they sang more. I'm not saying they should like do like a, a ballad or something. I'm just thinking like what if what if they had more of like those early slipknot level choruses. Kinda like in uh Baba Yaga. But hey man, time will tell. We'll see if they wanna do that. I killed a man. Gee whiz, man. This one feels a lot like Slipknot. A lot like it. The cadence on the vocals and the playing. I mean, it it just, it, it took me back. It took me back to my angry days in high school. It's 2005. I'm walking to computer class with my headphones on, scowling, blaring my plague. That was my class to class song. Um, and when it kicks into gear for real, it gets even crazier. The chorus is sinister death metal craziness. I love it. It's, it plays up and it's a little theatrical, super fun. I, I love it. I love it when guys like this lean into it. Like, yeah, we know it's kind of ridiculous. So we'll lean into it a little bit as opposed to taking yourselves like way too seriously. You have to take yourself seriously as an artist in what you do and have integrity in what you do and also like have standards and be like, no, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. That that compromises everything I'm about. But you also got to know how to have a little bit of crazy fun. And that's that's what this song does. Well, that wasn't freaky at all. My middle kid, I think it was. She, I mean, I think all my kids talk in their sleep. Uh, (laughs) they don't get it from me. I don't think. I don't think I talk in my sleep. But, oh, she screamed something. She's in there grinding her teeth. Hopefully she grows out of that soon, because, obviously, That'll cause some problems at some point. I don't know. I think she's back asleep. We'll see. Now, back to the song. Um, Yeah, these guys are playing with a full deck. And then some. I mean, they know exactly what they're doing. They know how to, they know how to lean into the crazy and do some, do some wild stuff. Some kind of out there stuff. It's wonderful. Um, and yeah, there's a... Nice break before they uh, crack your skull open and drink your brain, your liquefied brain. Good build up to a sick breakdown. One of the best songs on the whole album. It's uh, it's something else. It's something else. <laughs> they 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 had something with this song. Um. Then uh, we move to. A song that I'm not super 
high on. Like, I wish I was more high on it, but it's not, it's not like really up there for me. Um, Bratva. Bratva actually means gang. There you go. There's your one, your Russian lesson for uh, today, kids. So it kind of starts off with like some sense and some extra stuff going on before Alex introduces himself and we get started properly. And this is another one of those kind of stompy fist pumping ones. Like I can see fists pumping in the air in a club and I don't know, Moscow or something. It's very fun and upbeat, but for me, it's one of the more uneventful songs in the album. It just doesn't do that much for me. I mean, there there is an awesome riff near the end with, again, some really crazy drumming. It's very fun, but it doesn't hit like many of the others. It feels like a little repetitive as well. It's nothing too bad. It's just I... And I mean, I know I'm not listening to like Mozart or something here, but uh, I wish I wish it was a little bit less repetitive. I mean, it is it is very fun, and that's that's why I just like what is going on. I was I'm just like, why can't I really? get into the song as much i mean i don't know who knows because remember when i listened to uh colors 2 again i just kind of i kind of went back and i was like hey guys the future is behind us is actually a slapper i don't know what i was smoking probably crack because that song is awesome and you know i might come back around on this i do like it it's just I can't really put it too high up with some of the other songs because it's just it just doesn't do it for me. Next up, I mean, we've got a song called Ouroboros. That's got to be good. I mean, Ouroboros, um, I think it's kind of a concept of a cycle. The symbol of Ouroboros is always a snake eating itself. Um so there's electric drums at the start. It immediately picks things up and runs. Standard heaviness to start. Uh, but then we get kind of a really awesome lead part. And it even comes back later, closer to the end of the song. Something about about that, that lead that makes it a highlight of the album for me. And, um, you know... You get the rare solo to finish off the song. I mean, this one, this one really picks it up and this, this one really picks things back up, gets really heavy again, really out there and crazy. And, um, yeah, it, it, it gets you, it, it got me going again. And I don't know what it is about that lead part, but it just, I don't know. It's just, it's just an extra little bit definitely starting to feel some of these later songs a little bit more i mean i don't know i feel like this album really only has like a couple of songs that kind of drop a bit for me but it doesn't really have any just like outright bad moments at all 
head on a plate. We're uh, we're going somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you almost expect this one to be crazy. I mean, you won't you won't be disappointed. Uh, there's some really scary vocals on this one. High yell screams and almost like David Draymond style stuff. You know, down with the sickness type type crap. <laughs> it's it's very it's very good. And then there's more Russian. I mean, there's e- then there's even a solo. And we're only halfway by that time. It's it's crazy. And then, like, closer to the end, you get this, like, really sick drum break. Where he just, I don't know. You get, he just put on his, like, little Neil Pert hat. And just did some wild stuff. And just, oh my god. I love it when drummers break off and just start playing weird stuff. I love it. It builds crazy tension. And rightfully so, as it leads into a great breakdown. Very nice. And there's a lead in there too that's almost like the one from uh from Ouroboros. Very, very fun stuff here at the very end of the album. And now we go to Father. We close with Father. I kind of immediately thought that it was going to be like Daddy by Korn. Um, or maybe more of like a ballad. Maybe not a ballad, but like a lighter track akin to like something that uh, Whitechapel's been doing here lately. It does start off very big. Um, the verse riff even sounds like Kind of like the one from Baba Yaga. I can't say whether or not that's intentional, but it feels like it is. Like it's too close for it not to be intentional. And it's got a very like emphatic, impactful chorus. And the bridge, the bridge really makes things feel heavy. And of course, I mean, one more breakdown for the road. Don't mind if I do. These things all play out like straight anthems. I mean, golly, dude, this out al- this album is wild. I mean, if you're looking for if you're looking for a band to kind of hold the kind of carry that flag that not the flag of like a bunch of freaks jumping around on stage and masks, but the flag of a band that has like unapologetically heavy music not afraid to not afraid to be scary and mean but also knows how to like get out there and branch out and be really accessible as well these are your guys this is it these are the ones man these are these are the guys (laughs) man um if you hear me clicking i'm definitely not rearranging the rankings like wow i'm going through i'm definitely not doing that no 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 no. just uh don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain he's not there there is no man there is no curtain there just isn't anything there's nothing okay i think i got it um got what got nothing shut up uh so rankings yeah at the bottom is uh, Bratva, 
honestly, with how high quality this album is, that's not even an insult. Like, I don't know. This is just something in my brain. This song doesn't do it for me. But it's but I know it's it's great and it's fun. I enjoy it. It's just something about it that doesn't totally like like snap, like click in my brain. And uh that's okay. Then there's Father. That one kind of doesn't work for me either. You know what? I'm putting Father under Bratva. I I had that wrong. Father uh that one really didn't totally click with me, less so than Bratva. At least Bratva, I'm kind of like, what is going on? This is great, but I'm not like totally grooving with it. Father is more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. My brain is broken. I, I, I like both songs. It's just neither one to- really gets me going like anything else on this album. Uh, then you've got Zavali Abalo really good song really uh really fun really great breakdown i mean that's pretty much every song on the album but uh not quite there as far as some of the other songs that are coming up go or boros i mean yeah it's a great song it's just ah there's not there's not as much that really sucks me in for that song Honestly, I would put that behind Zavali Abalo. Yeah, I had this all wrong. So, Father, Bratva, Ouroboros, Zavali Ibalo. Um, Yeah, we got that all wrong. Jeez, good, good, good going. Then we got uh, Your Only. It's a good kind of uh, mainstream sounding song. Fun. Not the best still really awesome i mean everything on this album's awesome i can't i can't express that enough head on a plate is next crazy crazy song near the end of the album everything's crazy but this is this is a step up it's nuts agony i mean the more i listen to it the more i'm like whoa this song this song is way wilder than i imagined or even remembered it being it's just stupid um Made in Russia. I mean, this is this is an anthem. This this is an album of anthems, and this is one of the lead anthems. I mean, this is this is what you this is what you pay for. This is what you came for. Bonebreaker. It's crazy. Like, get this thing started right. It's wild. It's nuts. It's heavy. It's everything you want. I I killed a man. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This just this just proves that they know they've got the juice and they know how to use it. It's it's so good. Demolisher. Uh just what do I even what do I even have to say at this point? It's been almost twelve months. What do I even have to say? Demolisher is insane. And number one, sorry, I'm going with a single. Baba Yaga. That that's it. Baba Yaga. It's insane. It is insanity personified. And, uh, yeah. Guys, that's it. That's that's all we got. So, yeah. Now, it's not even next week. Saturday. Saturday. Six days from now. Hopefully, tentatively. Tentatively. If I had... If it was not like one o'clock and almost two o'clock in the morning, 
I would record my year in stuff now, but I don't even have it laid out yet. I'm going to lay it out either after this or tomorrow, probably tomorrow. I'm going to lay it out. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, Saturday, I'm going to have my year in stuff out and it's going to be, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's just going to be going over stuff from the year and kind of looking forward to some of the stuff from the next year. And that's, that's it. That's it for that. We're done. We're done with 2021. We're back. And, uh, I don't know if I'd say better than ever. I think I've made the Eric Bischoff joke before. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash X three R zero distortion. Yes. I said it right this time. Uh, buy me a coffee. That's buy me a coffee.com slash zero distortion spelled the normal way. Well, not the normal way. X E R O distortion. Um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. One of these days I will make a TikTok and it will probably literally just be me, me being like, Hey, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Listen to my podcast. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe, guys. Smash that like button. Um, anyways, yeah. All of those at X3R0 Distortion. Uh yeah. I mean, I, I'd say I'm taking off because, you know, I've made my first money as a podcaster, which is just weird and and great and fun and uh hopefully the first three dollars of many three dollars <laughs> so hey guys that's uh that's 2021 so uh see you next year oh christ shoot me i can't believe i just made that joke i can it's a dad joke it's a dad level joke See you next time.